0: The Money Show.
1: Other people's money. That's 25 years old, Tatis Gubu, 1998, Stone Siate, musician, TV presenter, a member of the band that sang the song, of course, from 1998. The band came together in 1996 called Bongo Maffin, very successful South African Kwaito band. What's the status, Stone, of the band nowadays? Oh, we still
0: out there, Bruce. Uh, good evening. Um, we're still out there, you know. Uh, actually, we were in Zimbabwe um, recently. Um, I just came back yesterday. So on Saturday, we're performing in Zimbabwe. So we're trying to get the music back out. We're really quiet during uh, lockdown. and But yeah, we're still around and uh, thriving and surviving.
1: Um, are you are you as virile still as perhaps the Rolling Stones are 50, 60 years into their career, keeping <laughs> it going a bit like Queen keeps it going without Freddie Mercury, or your joints a little bit stiffer than perhaps they were 25 years ago when you started?
0: Most definitely stiffer, uh, more painful, trying to keep fit, you know, because I think with a stronger body, then at least your skeleton can get some relief, you know, from all that pressure of old age. Um, but, you know, we, we, we try and keep it, like, vital and, and, and really bear out. Um, recently, we've been doing some shows with our of course, she's also, you know, working on her project. As you know, out of us, out of the four of us, I think she's the one really with the most successful solo career um, when we come directly to the music. Um, so we, you know, we have been able to do it over the years. There have been periods where we were missing Ja and we were able to do it there for 14 years with Next Speedy. You know, we we're still doing his part. <laughs> so yeah, we're we still out there. I think the music is bigger than any one individual within the group. So we know that when we're there, the name is there and the music is there.
1: What's the royalty environment like for you? I mean, royalties generally in South Africa have been a catastrophe, um, and so you don't earn nearly as well off South African royalties as you should. Uh, I, I wonder whether yeah. or not there, there is still an income stream for, for the four of you um, out of the work that you've been doing for a quarter of a century.
0: Actually, you know, royalties are the, the key parts of your, your career. If you don't take care of the royalties, then you're gonna have a very, very short career. Because, um, you know, if you look at the US and the European uh, industry, once you have a huge, huge hit, like even the one hit wonders really have a career long after that show, you know, I, mean, I mean, that song. You know, the Macarena guys are still going around the world performing. <laughs> um, I, I bet you the the Milli Vanilli guys are still going around the world performing, despite the fact that they were found out to be lip syncers yeah, because today,
1: Malib yeah, really doesn't need yeah. to go anyway. They just have to send a CD uh, or send a file. They can just mail an MP3. <laughs> they don't even need to be there. And it's the same. Bruce, today, today, artists are doing that with
0: their own music. You'll see yeah. a guy on stage literally passing the mic on to the audience as he's doing his, um, his lyrics or his verse, you know, like, What my am so give up? and then get the crowd, okay, well, like, no and then coming back, you know? So I'm not really I'm not really into that type of performance, but yeah, it's, it's, with publishing, you know, if you do the admin in the early stages, um, then it does take care of you. I'm still cashing checks from the 90s. So, oh, you know, um, so uh, you do really need to do that admin early on in the life of the project, and then, you know, it stays, it sticks with it, and you stay with the same publisher. I've been with Sony ATV, since the beginning, Jay Savage was the man who put me around the lunch table, and just over an hour, I would learn what he learned over years and years of
1: experience. Well, it's it's it's, it's good to hear because a lot of musicians complain about the fact that they weren't looked after right at the beginning, um, and they, they really struggle as a result. If you did nothing else, could you survive on your royalties? Are they significant enough to actually be able to uh, to survive on, or <laughs> do, you, do you need to have a, no day jobs? No,
0: no, no, no. I think just it, it's a general condition of our new industry. Even, I think, the most successful artists um, find themselves having to diversify in terms of the revenue streams that they develop and exploit over time. You know, um, the guys that became billionaires as the famous guys, like your Jay-Zs, your Kanye West, your Rihannas, Dr. Drake, they all did it outside, using their celebrity to kind of you know get through doors that normal people don't get to get through you know um and usually working with an established brand or company and then they create a new entity based on you know that that uh, equity that they've built up in terms of their name so you always have to diversify um these royalties would never, never be enough. But the beautiful thing about it is they are sleepers, you know? So you find that we did Tatis Bubu. as the years go by, it becomes more and more of a classic song. So you never know, out of the different types of publishing, which one is going to come at you. It could be some huge movie that comes. I mean, we did White Wedding with Rapuda Pemo, and um, Kenneth Nkosi. And, you know, there was a great moment for uh, sinking and earning, you know, and after that... Um, Castle Lager uh, wanted to use our song a few years ago, and they paid us, you know, um, a decent amount. But I think over the years, you know, that kind of accumulates and as the song gains more equity from it being the soundtrack of generations, then, you know, it becomes more valuable. So that's why it's important for you to have the publishing in place so that when that incidentally does happen, then you're in a good position
1: to earn. We're talking to Stone Siate this evening, musician, TV presenter, uh, member of the Kwaito band Bongo Maffin this evening. It's been around since 1996. Uh, More with him on money this evening on The Money Show.
0: The Money Show. Other people's money.
1: Asking personal questions this evening of Stone Siate, the musician and TV presenter. So what's your main hustle today, Stone? I mean, what's the thing that that puts uh, uh, money into the mortgage?
0: Um, I've been doing a lot of MC um, in events so that's a good like quick pay day <laughs> and um, I'm into business a lot uh, working with uh, the mines. you know the communication aspect of the business um, working with mines out in the northwest um, we did a lot of Kobe campaigns last year um, I still you know go in and do a little bit of performances I DJ um, and um, I'm, I've been recently uh, signed onto one of the bigger uh, telenovelas on one of the streaming services. So, you know, I I try and add on new skills into into my portfolio, but generally, but maintain you know the ones the old ones that I have. We're still performing as well, like I said. So, you know, whatever depending on the season, one of those jobs is more prominent. Uh, throughout the year, you know, if you're doing a TV show, I got in during lockdown. I I actually started two TV shows. One called Mzansi Magic Music Special. Uh, Bob Mavena was presenting that before me. Oh, and then um, there's also um, Saneta, which is like a new age solar like seven where we go into communities and help, you know, destitute families with some of their challenges. So, yeah, we, we I'm diverse and I try and expand more and more as the years go by.
1: The trouble with the arts, it's a a bit like being a doctor or a lawyer. You sell your time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctors and lawyers charge much higher fees uh, per hour and get, uh, you know, eight hours of work Mm -hmm. guaranteed a day, depending on who your client is and how much trouble they're in. Uh, But you, you know, Mm -hmm. over time, those professions earn a lot more. In the arts, it feels like a consistent Mm -hmm. hustle. Do you feel like you hustle all the time? It does. It does.
0: It does. You know, um, I think it's a dynamic equilibrium of life. Uh, where, you know, I look at some of my peers, right? Guys that I went to high school with. Some of these guys are now really really prominent captains of industry. One of my friends is the boss at Google Africa now. Um, Another one, you know, runs OGLV. Another one was the engineer that built, you know, the latest wing of OR Tambo, where (laughs) the A380 can, you know? So (laughs) when we, when they were in college, I was coming around and I was the famous one, you know? You were jolly. There yeah, was you a great
1: time. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know, and now, you know, um, when I was like in my 30s and stuff, you know, there was a little bit of, uh, you know, equality. And then now you can see them actually pulling away because now, you know, they've actually progressed in the corporate world and stuff. So what that has taught me is to look at, myself also as a professional and that i cannot complete um compete with the youngsters in terms of their energy but i can definitely beat them in terms of my links my experience and everything else so it is a hustle, but it's important that one um treats it like a profession like any other profession and you keep progressing and not try and always compete with them at that high energy level where you're trying to be number one On the top 10, you know, I think now we've got a body of work which can consistently give us um, earnings, depending on what kind of presentation and offer we give to the
1: marketplace. Uh, Do you regret your career choice? I mean, in, in your 20s and 30s, it was absolutely brilliant. You were famous, you were well paid, you were uh, you were up there with the best of them. But as as you get older, it becomes harder to perform. It takes a lot of your time. You've got to travel away from home. It, it becomes more of a schlep. And then you look at your, your peer group from Mabato, where you grew up, and you go, geez, like yeah. you guys landed with your bum in the butter." They've had nearly as much fun as you have. <laughs> but No, nah, I mean, I mean, really I've been blessed
0: to do what I do um, You know, there was one time I was the keynote speaker on my Madiba's 81st birthday Because it was a simple lunch Well, it was simple on a Madiba level But, you know, um, literally as I sit now here On my left, it was Michael Jackson To my right, it was Tandi Isha And right next to her, it was Madiba You know, and I, on behalf of all the guests that were there, I got to give the speech to Madiba for his 81st birthday. That wouldn't have happened if I hadn't taken this career path. Um, So maybe the one thing I would regret is my path to that career path, you know. um, With my kids, I support anything that they do if they wanna go into the arts, but my one demand is that they have to take um, an educational route there, Uh, I wish. You know my parents hadn't encouraged me to have something to fall back on rather for me to solidify my position with an educational approach so i should have gone to varsity um for you know business management gone to varsity for art studies and stuff like that because i think then you know you don't get to waste so much energy and time being educated by mistakes because mistakes are really expensive they're a good teacher they but they're really expensive in terms yeah. of the time and like,
1: yeah. I mean the the Henry MBA which was designed i think Johnny Clegg was involved in the early stages of the, uh, the the MBA that was actually created to help artists because Johnny understood that so many of the people he'd played with over yeah. the years really struggled because you know it's boom and bust in, in the entertainment industry. You have great times and you're famous and you're fabulous and the groupies are there and you feel like you're on top of the world and then you're not. And then yeah. the rubber hits. Yeah, <laughs> it, the, just, it, it, hits it just literally gets pulled out of from a yeah. one minute,
0: it's not like it's a gradual slowdown, bookings and stuff. One minute you're on top of the world and the phone just stops ringing and then <laughs> you like what happened so yeah definitely school has to be really something that we drum into like there are different types of school is if you educate yourself and let's say on a daily level do a tutorial every a 10 minute tutorial teaching you for example how to sell music on the internet in today's world Learning that you've got algorithms, you know, how the market responds to the content that you, content that you put out and stuff like that. How does Instagram, you know, reprogram its algorithms and stuff? You know, so it, it, it's education is really, really key in having longevity in our business, for sure.
1: Stone, what a pleasure chatting to you this evening. Thank you for joining us. Stone Siate, musician, TV presenter this evening on Life Choices, Money and a whole bunch more.